go. I'm a bulldog. So Georgia, who I'm picking? I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business. Education is important. Trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life. I never settle. What's up, everybody, Dog Nation? You want to talk about a special edition of Before the Hedges brought to you by Kroger? Uh, first of all, I got to thank. Uh, you're going to hear me talk about him and brag about him for a second, but. You know, I know who you guys want to see. That would be Oscar Delp, the nation's number one uh, tight end. And I got a, I got a, I got a workshop and nickname for you, man. I'm winning help called Delp, man, or something like that. <laughs> Oscar Delp joins us tonight on uh, Dog Nation Before the Hedges. Oscar, how are you today, buddy? I'm doing great. How are you? Good, man. So uh, let me, let me, let me, let me set the stage here. So Oscar's West Forsyth High School. Uh, he's in spring practice now, just got through with lacrosse season. Congratulations, Oscar. You're the first dual sport lacrosse uh, football player we've ever had here on Before the Hedges. I think this is probably – you're probably the first major recruit I've ever covered at an All-American level that, that dabbles in lacrosse and also in football. But um, I don't want to bury the league too much here. Oscar, and I know all you good people out here are, are, are experiencing some sort of colonial pipeline issues. Well – Oscar, you know, it's the funny, the things that you deal with uh, in a pre-show before you go live, we were asking him about gas and Oscar, a funny thing happened to you on the way to the pump. I, I think I, I think I need to say, uh, tell us about the best workout you've had in quite some time, which is related to gas. What was that like for you today, man? Yeah, I mean, I was just driving up to the gas station to see if there was any gas left. Of course, there was nothing. So I was kind of passing through it and there was a gentleman standing there and started pointing at my car. And I was confused, came, knocked on my window, didn't really speak English, told me to park my car. I parked it and then just kind of followed him. And his van was just in the middle of the road, one of the busiest roads where I live. And it was like a four lane road, uh, van just dead there, no gas. And I pretty much, me and him just pushed that thing probably 100 yards to the nearest parking lot. And uh, it was definitely a workout. And of course, right when we got there, cop pulled up and just pushed it in the last 10 feet. But it didn't see what happened before that. So... So you, you, next time you go 100 yards down the field, it'll be a lot easier than 100 yards pushing a pushing a van, huh? Yep, definitely. Oscar, is that is that like one and a half leg days put together? What did that feel like, man? Yeah, I mean, we had a big front squat day this morning, so my legs were already pretty sore. And then when I found out I was pushing a van, I was real excited. So definitely got <laughs> got the juices going. All right, folks, let me tell you what a good dude Oscar is. Uh, sometimes when you do these live shows, you have guys lined up, you have plan B content, you have plan C content, but uh, we had a five-star uh, that was set to join us. And I'd literally, I'd literally ping Oscar at about, I don't know, 7.55. And I say, hey, man, I had a last second cancellation. It's like third and 39. Can I, can I throw long to the tight end and pull off a Hail Mary and Oscar's here today, which shows you what kind of young man and what kind of dude he is. And uh, just want to give you a public thanks, man, for joining us here tonight. Oh, anytime. So, so now that we bragged on him, now let's act like we, we play ball with him or something like that. Let's, let's bust his chops a little bit. Michael has some prom photos here. Uh, it's prom season for all the big time Bulldogs. And um, Michael, I never, everybody wants to see him looking all handsome in his, in, in his suit. And he does do that. But I got to start with the fashion choice, man. Are these like golf socks with no socks whatsoever? Or is that the new drip for All-American tight ends, man? I hope you guys get to see it. Oscar, take us through these fashion choices right now. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was getting – had to get a new suit. Never really bought a suit before, so I went and bought a suit and uh, got it tailored and all that. And uh, we decided to go with the kind of the Trevor Lawrence pants look, go short. <laughs> My mom, mom really wanted me to do that, so uh, – Got them pretty short, as you can see. And uh, everyone was like, you should just get Jordans, wear them with them. I mean, I was like, you know, might as well. So I got some uh, nice Jordans so I can wear them to school also. So it's kind of not just a one-night thing. And uh, I think it turned out pretty cool. So I was definitely com <laughs> comfy walking around. Oscar, um, uh, dance moves on a scale of one to five. Are you a five-star on the dance floor? Are you a three-star? What do you got on the dance floor? Uh, I mean, I'd say I'm probably five-star on the dance floor. When I, when, I, when I want to be, when I want to be. Whoa. Well, there you have it. No, you're never going to get anything quite like that on Before the Hedges except that. Now, I, I, just thinking out loud, man, you're probably going to get a lot more use out of those new J's than you were that suit, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's <Definitely>. pretty funny. <laughs> hey, hey, mom and dad, I need a new pair of J's for the prom. That's perfect. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, Oscar, uh, I think you've managed. I think you've managed to find a way to, to shoehorn five official visits in the month of June. Is that is that what you're doing? Can I know Georgia's the first one? I think you've recently scheduled one to Michigan. What all have you crammed into the month of June, man? So far, I've, so far, I have four officials set up and then one unofficial. So I'm going to be at Clemson on the third unofficially. Uh, my uncle, oh, sorry, lost a second. my uncle, my uncle wanted it, wants to take me up there and I kind of show me around because he went and played there. And then uh, that first weekend will be at Georgia. The second weekend will be at Florida. And then the third week, right before the Rivals Five Star Challenge, we're going to go during the week to the University of Michigan for an official. I set that up yesterday. And then that last weekend, I'll be at South Carolina. Wow. Do you think four is enough? Or are you trying to try to fit, fit in five in there or save one for later on down the road? Yeah, I think I'm just going to use that fifth, just save it in case uh, something happens. I mean, Clemson likes to do their, their officials later on in the year uh, after their season. So if I really like Clemson, I might uh, save it for that or just some other schools. I mean, like Alabama and North Carolina and Oklahoma are some schools I'm talking to. So just uh, going to keep that one in the back pocket for later on. Oscar, I, I would I want to ask you this. This is another kind of honest question. If you had to say, uh, you know, over under, you know how we there's a, the games guys can play over under. If I said the number 500 and I'm going to couch that by saying that's how many edits you've gotten from schools since you've been a recruit. Would you go over or under that number of 500 edits? I mean, I, I, I could definitely say I've gotten at least 500. Uh I don't even post them all because it's just every school send me one every other day. But, I mean, some of them are really well done and they're really cool. So, I like throwing them up on my Instagram. Uh, but, I mean, I, I could definitely say over. Average day, are you getting – what is what is it? Like, just think about total contacts. I want you, the good people out there to know what it's like to be a recruit, especially in the man recruit like yourself. Average day, whether it's texts, Zooms, phone calls, not from reporters like us, but – maybe just recruiters, how many contacts are you getting per day hitting that phone? Uh, I mean, every morning when I wake up at 7.30 for school, I already have about five texts from different coaches and different recruiters. And then, uh, I mean, every time I'm away from my phone, put it back, put it in my pocket in class, and put it in my backpack. I mean, every time I open it back up, I'll have at least four or five new texts. So I'm probably getting over 50 texts a day from either the same coaches or different coaches just back and forth. So how do you differentiate when it's like your prom date or, you know, that prettiest girl at West Forsyth High School? Or how do you differentiate your people versus recruiters? Is that just flooding your phone right now? Yeah, I mean, really, the one thing that separates my friends from recruiters is Snapchat is what we all use that app. And then all of them are hitting me up on text message. And then when it's on text, I just kind of got to go through the line just to see who's who. Oscar, I think the last time we spoke, um, and you always seemed like you had a really good structure of what you wanted to do. It was like, got to get to the visits, but then you also wanted game day visits. Now you're going to get the visits in June. What, what's the probabilities going through your head that you're still going to, I don't want to say hold out, but you're going to endure this recruiting process to get to September to have visits before you make a decision. Yeah. I think, uh, after all of our visits in June, I think I'm gonna have an idea of where I'm going to go if I don't know. And then, uh, my mom's birthday is September 30th, and, I mean, she's done a lot for me. And I just September being a month where college football starts, I think uh, it could definitely end up being where I end up committing on her birthday after just going to some games with the family and friends, just kind of getting that recruit experience. Mm. So, like, he, I was talking to one recruit, and he was like, I'm not planning on committing in, in June, but the visit has to be a 50 on a scale of 1 to 10 for me to commit in June. Because he just wants to take all four or take all five. Mm -hmm. Do you have a similar philosophy for that? Or are you kind of thinking, I want to do this for mom and I want to get to games in September? Uh, I think I'm definitely going to hold out a month. Uh, just make sure I have that same feeling with that same school and it doesn't go away. Because, I mean, Dylan Fairchild, before he committed Georgia, he told me he was going to three different schools. And uh, he just – he told me, I mean, you'll know once you know. And it just that feeling doesn't go away. So I want to make sure I have that feeling of that school and uh, it doesn't go away. Uh, Oscar, what have you learned about playing with Gunner? I think you've had the chance to catch about 500 balls from Gunner now, I bet, a little bit. How's that vibe you've got? I'm sure he maybe wasn't in your friend zone before, but he probably is now. What's that? What's that? What's Gunner like when you hang out with him? 
I mean, he's a really cool kid. He's, he's awesome. He's easy to talk to. I mean, me and him, we got a lot in common. Uh, we're both pretty Southern kids. And uh, I mean, we've bonded a lot uh, from Hustle Inc. and just hanging out and texting back and forth. And I mean, he knows how to throw football. And uh, we, I feel like we have a good connection on the field. So he, had, he hadn't got you raising cattle yet or anything like that, right? He hadn't got you clearing brush in a bobcat. Are you that Southern? Are you that country? I mean, are, are, you, are you fishing and hunting like Gunner as well? Uh, I mean, I fish. Uh, we haven't done any of that together yet, but I, I almost went to his, the Raven prom with him and his, uh, his cousin because she didn't have a date. But I, one of our lacrosse playoff games fell on that day, so I couldn't do it. But it, was, it almost happened. So, Oh, oh wow. Uh, Oscar, has anything changed about what you're looking for? What's the modern way you, what's the current way you would answer that question? I know maybe it hasn't changed or maybe you've got so much stuff between your ears. What, what has changed about or evolved about what you're looking for with your decision? Uh, I mean, I don't think a lot has changed. I think it's just became more detailed into finding the perfect school for me. Um, I mean, I'm really just going to be looking for what school uses the tight end position best and where I'm going to have the best chance to get the ball in my hands and kind of show what I can do and uh, get ready for that next level. And then, of course, relationships and just the overall feeling of being at that school. I mean, you want to enjoy every day being there if you're living there for four years. So I'm just it's got to be kind of a little bit of all those things. What's the communication been like with Georgia? I think for the longest time you've told me you get you talk to maybe smart once a week, once or twice a week. Hartley gives you a message every morning. Is he keeping up that like Cal Ripken every day? What what's the communication been like from Coach Hartley lately? Yeah, I mean, he's been very consistent. Uh, I mean, we talk almost every day. We text every day, call every other day. I mean, we're always talking on the phone. Uh, the Georgia coaches have definitely won my parents over or definitely my mom. I mean, she got, I think, 15 cards on Mother's Day in our from all of them. And she loved all that. Um, but I mean, just. That's that's going to be a big thing with uh, the recruiting process, I think, with uh, my parents. are They're definitely going to be a big influence on my decision. I'm going to make it in the, in the end, but, I mean, I'm going to listen to them a lot. But, I mean, they like Georgia a lot right now just from the connections that they have with the coaches. I mean, my mom's like, I don't want to send my baby off to some random – doesn't know the coach that well. I mean, but, I mean, I understand. But that, they've definitely won my mom over, I'll say that. So, Oscar, you, you were, we were talking about your mom. You might do it on her birthday. Uh, you're talking about Mother's Day cards. Do you, do you have to get your mom a Mother's Day card with card when she gets 13 from all these coaches and, and schools, or do you still slide in there and get her a Mother's Day card with everything else? Uh, we got her, like, a Mother's Day gift. We got her a bunch of stuff to, like, a massage place, all this. Uh, she's been wanting in our neighborhood. But uh, I don't think I need to get her card. I think she got about 30 this year. I mean, she got one from Nick Saban, so I think, think that's enough for me. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that Nick Saban card is going to trump anything. You could go get it at your favorite grocery store, your favorite Kroger yep. greeting card out. Um, and, and the other thing, you know, we've written about Oscar, and Oscar, All-American tight end, plays lacrosse. He said his younger brother, Henry, is basically a, a Xerox of him uh, in just a younger grade fast big hands and then he he's also bragged about his youngest brother Topher who he said Topher is probably the the best athlete of the family but here's the thing I didn't know I, I think I saw it on social media your mom runs marathons mm -hmm. and I mean has she ever said like come on big boy let's go run and and challenge you to rep, to rep out 10 miles together or are you like mom I'm a football player I'm not a marathon what's it like having a mom that run I think she's going to try and run the Boston marathon right yeah, she is. She's going to run the Boston Marathon. She's ran it before. I mean, she always does all those crazy marathons. Uh, there were, Every weekend almost, or when I was growing up, I'd be dead from just football the night before, the day before. And she comes in my room when I'm sleeping like 10 o'clock on a Saturday. She's like, you're still sleeping? I just ran 15 miles and all this stuff. But, I mean, it's cool. She, she likes to compete, and uh, I think that's where I get my competitiveness from. I mean, she's always running, always doing something to try to one-up somebody. And uh, just <laughs> – Always running. Man, that's got to feel pretty bad. After you play a ball game on a Friday night and you wake up and you're a little sore. And you know, in my house, my wife's like, oh, I cleaned or I went and got the dishes or I went and got groceries. And your mom comes in and she says, I just ran 15 miles. That, that yep. really got to make you feel bad. Um, Oscar, I think just a couple more things. Um, you know, again, thanks for joining us on Before the Hedges brought to you by Kroger. Um, Oscar, was there any rhyme or reason to how you put these together? Or where a lot of guys told me the official visit pattern 
was basically set by the schools. They said, can you do this? We'd love to have you on this date. How did your official visit pattern come together? I mean, I really just knew what schools I wanted to take officials with. And uh, it kind of just, they fell into place, really. Um, Georgia is just, I knew all, the, all those guys were going that first weekend. They really wanted kind of some of their main priority, their top priority guys that week. And they really wanted me to come that weekend. So uh, that's why I chose them for that week. And then really the other, the other four, I kind of, or the other three, I kind of just, whatever kind of fit with my schedule. Oscar, is it safe to say that Michigan, Georgia, Florida, I mean, the, the schools you have in there, you got Clemson in there. Is this kind of evolving into a final group or would it come outside those those schools you have listed? Because I don't think you've ever cut down from an eight, have you? Or have you? I don't think no, you have from your previous top eight. Well, yeah, I mean, I'd say it's definitely kind of they're separating themselves from other schools, but I'm really not cutting anyone out yet because uh, I plan on just getting out to schools like Auburn and North Carolina, all like that unofficially just kind of checked out and I mean anything could change guys that's Oscar Delt solid uh, a plus dude you heard a couple of stories at the beginning of our chat that reflected that but Oscar let's get this on the record here um, and you guys have seen his uh, social media is his, his, uh, his uh, Twitter his Twitter handle at Delp Oscar and also his Instagram pop up on the screen a couple of times but um Let's get it on the record because I think you're going to take so many official visits and all they do is feed you, man. That's all they do is feed you. I think you're 6'4", 230, something like that right now. It's going to be awesome if you if you're if you're going to be awesome if you stay under 240 with all the eating you're going to be doing in the month of June, man. Yeah, it will. It will. They're already asked me for what I want for dinner. So it's going to be fun. What's the ideal dinner? If you could if you could whip up anything, I'm sure it's got to be some charred animal flesh, right? It's got to be a steak. What do yeah. you want? What would you want? I'm a big steak guy, really any type of steak. I mean, and I think uh, those schools, when I tell them steak, they're going to get me some good steak. So I'm excited. <laughs> Oscar Dell. Hey, Oscar. Hey, thanks, buddy, for joining us tonight. We got another half hour of our show to go. But, man, appreciate you, man. Thanks for coming along and hanging out. Anytime. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Yep. All right, guys. That's Oscar Delt. You learned a little bit about mom. You learned a little about him saving people stranded by gas. You guys got any gas stories going on? Uh, the nation's number one tied in there for the class of 2022. I think uh, Delp has been the number one target for Georgia at tight end uh, basically since last October, September, once he had his breakout uh, junior season, catching a lot of balls for West Forsyth, plays lacrosse, his mom runs marathons, the elite marathons, the Boston Marathon. Uh, two younger brothers that are also fabulous athletes coming up as well. They're trending toward to, – they'll be the type of young men that we'll talk about on this program as well as one of the top prospects in the nation, at least in the state of Georgia, at what they do. Uh, good little chat there with Oscar Delp. Hope you guys enjoyed it and got the chance to do so as well. Um, let's do this. We've got, obviously, a little bit more coming in the show tonight. Uh, but I think right now would be a good time for us to uh, take a minute, take a knee, and listen to what Kroger has to say this week. We'll get back to the show in just a moment, but first, a quick word from Kroger. Kroger has made shopping for the groceries and household essential items that you need even easier by offering free pickup. Just shop online, choose a pickup time convenient for you, and Kroger will carefully pick out your order and bring it to your vehicle when you arrive. So the next time you're ready to shop at Kroger, take advantage of the free pickup. It's just another way that Kroger is fresh for everyone. All right, guys. Um, coming up next, we've got uh, got a couple of things I want to do. We've got a busy show, a good conversation there with, uh, with Oscar Delt. But um, we have two segments that we had planned where we we're going to show you guys a show you guys an interview or a synopsis, a cut from a recent interview we had with uh, All-American Georgia linebacker uh, Jalen Walker. Let's do this. Uh, we had two videos prep, but we've got one segment that basically talks about uh, Jalen's thoughts on his recruiting, Jalen's thoughts on who he would like to see join the rest of this class. Um, and I think that was very interesting because Jalen just won a state championship. Awesome kid to talk to, much like Oscar Delp there. Awesome young man that would be representing the University of Georgia. We'll have to wait and see what Oscar Delp does. But I want to let you take a listen right now to Jalen Walker reflecting on a few things he sees going on right now 
in the 2022 recruiting class. Uh, so, Jalen, what do you do now? I know you're probably going to uh, – you might do some – what was it funny? Your mom has this term. You're a seasonal worker at Chick-fil-A. So, right. when your seasons are on and off, that's when you right. work. I mean, what are you going to be doing in your offseason? What's the offseason going to look like for Jalen Walker? Right. So, actually, next week, uh, track season starts up. Uh, so, you know, last year we only had one track meet, and I qualified for states in uh, triple jump and long jump last year. Uh, so – and. Thing is, I only practice uh, long jump. Had no idea I was going to triple jump. Just thought I'd do it for fun, and turns out I'm pretty good at it. So I uh, feel like my off season will go win another state championship uh, for my personal self. You know, doing jumps or and the hundred. So you know, as long as I compete and do my best, that's uh, what I'll be satisfied with. But off season work is you know getting bigger. You know, staying in the weight room, staying in shape, and uh, going back out in I think three four months. Uh, to play another football season. And it'll be a full football season this fall, right. Right? maybe a max of 14 games or something like that? Correct. Wow. So, yeah, go ahead, son. Play 25 football games <laughs> in one year, man. Right. Uh, Jalen, I guess uh, in that way, I got to ask you, I know you're coming in the third weekend of June for your official visit. Do you plan on taking other, any other trips or going to see Georgia? Or what do you plan on doing – with your recruiter hat on for a minute now over the next, you know, four or five months until you play ball again. Right. You know, that uh, third week of June, you know, I am taking my official visit. You know, I plan on, you know, meeting more of my teammates. You know, I know lots of prospects are coming in and recruits, you know, can't wait to uh, talk to those guys, you know, just make them feel at home like the same way I felt when I got there. Um, you know, just having a great relationship, building great relationships with all these prospects and recruits, you know, just makes the family even stronger when you're not there. And when you get there, it's just a whole better feeling about it. But uh, I do plan, you know, take down more unofficial visits if I can uh, to Georgia just to get the whole feeling, get all the love I got uh, missed out on during the day period. Uh, and I think you said this many times very firmly, but you're just visiting Georgia, right? That's where you're right. going to be, right? You're not going to flirt with any, any other, any other folks, right? No, I'm, I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Uh, now let me see. How's the first month in the group chat been treating you, man? How, what's that been like? Have you identified the characters yet? Right. Yeah. You know, I, you know, we actually, you know, picked up the wide receiver early, uh, you know, earlier on uh, this month, you know, he joined the group chat, you know, you know, everybody showing love, you know, got to meet, you know, everybody, you know, just the whole, just whole family vibes, you know, all the recruiting coordinators, you know, coaches and everything. It's like we had, it's like we haven't even met yet. We haven't met yet. You know, we haven't met yet at all. You know, our first time we'll be encountering each other is in June. So I'm excited about that. But it feels like I know those guys, you know, I got to see those guys every single day. And it's funny. Traditionally, every year, there are guys that are that are not committed yet that are in the group chat. And right. they're, they're, they're kind of some of the most loudest, most boisterous ones in the group chat. Right. Um, is there a guy like now that you think I'm going to talk to, I'm going to work on? Is there a guy that you're going to, I guess – just let them know how much you love to play with them at George. Is there a guy you're focusing on or guys you're focusing on right now? Right. You know, those, there's a lot of guys, you know, Travis Shaw, one and D, you know, he's playing for a state championship tonight as well. And, you know, he's one of my great friends, you know, we met each other this year throughout the years and, you know, I feel like with a big guy up front, you know, with the other big guys that's there already, you know, there, uh, all the rest of the D-line committed D-line that will be there with him on the line and just be a scarier sight, you know, protects the linebackers a little bit more, you know, and then Jahai Campbell, another linebacker that can come in, you know, he's a great athlete overall. Uh, Dalen Everett, the, you know, the cornerback, you know, Kamari Wilson, the safety, you know, Keon Sab, the other safety, you know, we bring those guys in. Uh, we'll even be better where we are right now. Jalen, I don't know. You've had a full life already, man. It was, is winning the state title, is that one of the best days of your life? We can see the, the smile and the exuberance right. on your faces. I mean, I mean, is that the best day of young Jalen Walker's, Walker's life? What do you think? You know, I feel like it's, it's one of the moments, the greatest moments of my life. You know, I won't let – I want to let forget it, uh, forget it at all. You know, I plan to have uh, many more championships under my belt, you know, going into my last year and to Georgia, you know. Uh, I saw somebody tweet on Twitter that 
I have the winning mentality, which I do. You know, I feel like I'll go to school and play football to win championships. You know, that's just the whole outcome of it. You just go one and know every week, and you know, you find your way into a championship game, which is you know the best feeling to do to go win. Uh, Jalen, I think one thing you said to me this week, and it kind of dawned on me when I was like flipping messages with you back and forth. You haven't lost since you became a bulldog, and you haven't right. lost since you got out of that cast, too, right? Right. Right. I mean, you you had a great answer for this. I mean, what is that? What did the commitment to Georgia do for your game? You know, I felt so much better. You know, stress free. You know, I got onto that field and you know had my Georgia gloves on and looked at my coach. Like I feel like a better person. You know, I felt like a better person overall, a better player overall. You know, just felt so much pressure off my shoulders and felt like I just go out there and play and do what I had to do. Uh, I think you've coined a new term for me. I've heard a lot of players call it the ship or going to win a natty. But for yeah. you, it's the chip, right? Like how many times yeah. have you said the phrase the chip over the last 36 oh hours of your life? And I, I, I said a lot, chipper, chip, you know, in the locker room, everybody's screaming, chip, chipper. You know, it's just, it's just a, a phrase we use. You know, it's just a great phrase. You know, why not? You know, why not do it? Why not start something new to a new dynasty? You know, uh, we set it up last year, go to state championship, you know, not come out successful and uh, go back now, come become successful, you know, and next year doing the same thing in my eyes. So, Folks, I tell you, I wrote about him this week and it's like, uh, you know, his dad's a college coach, you know, that's the fact that went on the bio, but doggone it, he certainly sounds like one all the time too. When he was breaking down, we got to stretch him outside, our fronts, their fronts were a little bit faster. Right. And it, all, it all pretty much played out the way uh, young Jalen Walker with Coach Vibes uh, said it was going to. I wanted to, you know, I could have done the phone interview, but I wanted you guys to see this young man. I mean, just basking in championship glory. Excuse me, basking in chipper glory or chip glory. <laughs> yeah. uh, right. Jalen Walker, you got anything last words you want to say to everybody out there that's enjoying and celebrating your state championship this week? Right. You know, I appreciate all the love, all the tweets. I see it all. You know, I appreciate all the love, especially my teammates. You know, they see it as well. All my coaches, you know, I love to bring the University of Georgia Salisbury High School. Love all the efforts, all the support you guys give me throughout the year. Guys, that's Jalen Walker. He did not have a script. That's all off the hip. Right. That's the way he rolls. Quality young man. Terrific future addition to the University of Georgia. Hey, Jalen, thanks for taking some time and joining us here on Dog Nation. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. I tell you what, guys, if uh, you've already spoken to uh, – you've already heard from Jalen Walker and now you've heard from Oscar Delp and the same program, if those young men can end up both Bulldogs together in the same recruiting class, that's going to be pretty good for, for uh, Dog Nation and Georgia's chances. Uh, not only are they excellent All-American football players, but you don't need me to uh, act as an arbiter. To, you can see for yourself. You can listen for yourself. Very well-spoken, very intelligent young men. Um, Got some, we got a five-star dancer on the show, apparently. Uh, you got Jalen Walker who can uh, win dunk contests, uh, triple jump and long jump. And uh, you've also got Delp sharing some good stories about saving somebody you know, stranded from gas, his marathon mom, and also how he uh, he worked it out to get a suit and a pair of J's and that uh, Mother's Day card from Nick Saban. So uh, the life and times of Oscar Delp right now are pretty solid. Uh, speaking of pretty solid, we've got our top targets list where we're going to breeze through uh, the names that we feel are, you know, the ones you guys really need to know that uh, top targets, you know, sometimes folks always get confused. Like they think these 14 names are all going to choose Georgia. Uh, no, that's not the case. These are the names where I, I kind of cook it up like a gumbo and I say, does Georgia need a player like this? Yes. Does this player like Georgia? Yes. Does he fit the depth chart? at a position of need that can make an impact in the 2022 class. Yes. So we kind of, we kind of, we kind of swirl all that stuff together in the soup and what comes out is the top targets list. Uh, this is the second version now for the month of May. Let's jump right into it. Number 14 is Shamar Stewart. Now, Shamar is a five-star defensive end. And I think there's about umpteen schools in the country that would take his commitment at any time. And that's probably what's going to have to happen here. Shamar Stewart. Uh, is going to take a long time before he makes his decision. Uh, will not be among the groups visiting Georgia officially in the month of June. Uh, this is a young man where a smart school uh, wants to play the long game with his recruitment, and they want to get an official late in the season. 
and some officials building up to that. And uh, Shamar Stewart's heck of a player, five-star, top-ten player. Uh, number 13 on the list, Dalen Everett, a young man who recently established his top five. Georgia made his top five out of ING Academy. Uh, you know what's crazy? Uh, you know, I'm just scanning my notes right here and going through my brain, but there's at least six IMG Academy ascenders on our list we're about to show you. And that kind of says a lot for the IMG Academy program in Bradenton, Florida. They've had uh, 14 players picked in the NFL draft in the last two NFL drafts out of the same high school program. Number 12 is Traquan Feekins. He's still at Oxford High School, four-star cornerback. I think defensive back and wide receiver is still going to be the most important uh, positions in this class. Um, number 11, Jeremiah Alexander out of Thompson, Alabaster, Alabama. Uh, Jeremiah's got a, a list where he's kind of putting together some schools. He's got uh, Central Florida as one of his official visits. Um, he's going to likely uh, have uh, official visits to USC, Alabama, Georgia as well. Clemson's in there a little bit as well, but uh, Jeremiah Alexander a terrific uh, defensive end linebacker prospect, former Alabama uh, commitment. Uh, I want to make sure when I say that, you know, folks, he didn't really decommit from Alabama because uh, he was disinterested or he wanted a break from Alabama. Uh, Jeremiah Alexander wanted to put the onus on his high school career, on his high school team. Uh, he felt that it was distracting and taking away from his time as a Thompson warrior. That program in Alabama has won back-to-back -back titles in the state's largest classification. And uh, he wanted to be a Thompson Warrior and purely a Thompson Warrior for as long as he can. Uh, he will make his decision um, at a, likely at the All-American, Under Armour All-American game after his senior year, um, Jeremiah Alexander. And I, White, a uh, teammate, uh, not a teammate, but goes to the same program, knows Tyke Smith very well. That's the uh, incoming All-American defensive back, Tyke. Uh, out of Emitep Charter in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Number nine is Tyler Booker, uh, IMG Academy offensive lineman. Can play a lot of guard, play a lot of tackle. A very impressive young man. Um, George has been recruiting him back when he was uh, a defensive line prospect. Uh, the relationship there with, there with Georgia are quite strong. Uh, Ohio State, uh, you've got uh, Florida, and you've also got Georgia, some of the main contenders there for Mr. Booker. Oscar Delp, we just spoke to him. Uh, he's got Florida official visit. He's got a midweek official visit to uh, um, Michigan. He also has an unofficial visit to Clemson at the beginning of uh, the month of uh, June. He's got the official visit where he's going to get a big old stake that first weekend in June with all the other Georgia boys um, as well. So uh, Oscar's going to be doing a lot of eating. Um, most of these boys are going to be doing a lot of eating on this official visit marathon for all these young men. Number seven, Walter Nolan, uh, consensus number one defensive tackle in the country. Uh, number six, Travis Shaw, state champion defensive tackle, Travis Shaw out of Grimsley, uh, North Carolina. His team, uh, stop me if you've ever heard this one before, his high school team are, are known as the Whirlies, the Grimsley Whirlies. And the Whirlies are state champions in North Carolina's largest classification for uh, 2020, uh, the 2020 season, which was played in 2021. And they will also have another season this fall, much like Jalen Walker. Uh, Travis Shaw, we got a good little um, bit we want to show you uh, in a minute about Travis Shaw as well. Kind of reflects what he's all about and how he's wired. Uh, Kamari Wilson, five-star safety. Uh, very impressive young man out of IMG Academy. That's another ascender. Number four is Kojo Antwi. Kojo Antwi is really good friends with uh, Oscar Delp. Those guys are running boys. They play on the same seven-on-seven teams together. I believe they raid each other's pantries. I know uh, I know Kojo likes to raid a lot of his friends' pantries. Uh, got a vocarious appetite. We'll also have a video um, a video uh, hit with Kojo Antwi as well later in the show. Number three, Evan Stewart out of Liberty High School. He is a multi-state champion now in Texas, uh, doing a lot of events, the relays, the 400s, the 100s, the 200s, the long jumps. Um, interesting, I don't know if you guys saw Everybody looks at Evan Stewart as kind of like the Quicksilver or the Flash or the uh, Speed Demon in this class. But uh, had a story this week on DogNation.com. Let me know if you saw it or read it this week, because you should, uh, about five-star commitment Malachi Starks. One of the things you got to remember, guys, this is not just the guys potentially on the way. It's how vital some of these core uh, commitments already are. And as everyone breaks out about um, how amazing of an athlete Evan Stewart is, and he is rightfully an incredible athlete, uh, 
Malachi starts at 6'2", 210, 208, um, going to be a safety. So he's a bigger body, a bigger athlete than Evan Stewart. And yet he's running a 10.55 in the 100. That's faster than Evan Stewart's time by a few tenths of a second. And he's also long jumped 24 feet, 9 inches, which is about another foot more than what Evan Stewart has done. Actually, Malachi Starks, according to theathletic.net, which is a nationwide database of all the best posted uh, legit official times and measurements and measures and feats in the country in high school track, uh, Malachi Starks, folks, has the number three long jump in the nation uh, at 24 feet, nine inches. To put that into perspective, uh, Champ Bailey held the record at the University of Georgia for about 24 years for the long jump. And Champ's long jump was 25 feet, 11 inches. So Malachi is only about a foot and some change away from what the great Champ Bailey did during his time in Athens, setting the uh, UGA school records there. Um, heck of an athlete. Number two, uh, Branson Robinson out of Germantown in Madison, Mississippi. Um, incredible, incredible running back. Uh, Georgia has been after him for a very long time. I think Branson's going to wind up a five-star in this class when all said and done. And number one on the list is the five-star defensive end, Mikel Williams. I know it says four-star there, but Mikel recently picked up his fifth star about uh, two or three weeks ago uh, out of Columbus, Georgia. Uh, Mikel, uh, his Hardaway Hawks are finally practicing uh, this spring and um, great defensive line talent. Uh, you guys say, scan those lists. Um, let me, let's do this. I want to like, kind of try to keep my finger on the pulse of the fan base. If I can give you three wishes and you can have any three names on that board, uh, let me know right now in the comment section which three you guys would pick. Um, as we do so, let's roll through the other names to know. Aaron Bryant, defensive tackle. Late, George was on him late, much like everybody was as he shifted from O-line to D-line. Aaron Bryant's going to be in, in, at Georgia on an official visit first week in June. Going to be having a stake near Oscar Delt, no doubt. Uh, Jihad Campbell, another IMG Academy ascender. Did you hear how Jalen Walker mentioned his name as one of those specific guys he'd like to play with? Um, Andre Green Jr., another fantastic receiver. I believe he's the nation's number 22-23 receiver, 250 overall prospect. Kind of the way Denial and Morissette was rated a little bit out of uh, Richmond, Virginia. Uh, big three-star offensive tackle, Jacob Hood out of Hillsborough in Nashville, Tennessee. Shalik Knotts, that's another North Carolina wideout. Shalik is a top 100 overall player. Alex McPherson, uh, whose older brother kicked for the Florida Gators in Fort, out of Fort Payne, Alabama. Georgia offered him a rare uh, full-ride scholarship for a specialist. Keith Miles, uh, Jersey City, New Jersey. Christian Miller, the very electric, the very entertaining Christian Miller. We'll have to get Christian Miller back on our program sometime soon. Um, quite a character. You guys remember his over-the-top personality, of course. Keon Sapp, another safety, another name that Jalen Walker mentioned as well. And uh, Quayshon Sapp out of Lee County in Leesburg, Georgia. Quayshon reminds a lot of folks of Trey Hill. He's kind of got the same body type. Uh, timelines for the 2022 targets, there's only two that are really set. Kojo Antwi, a mother's birthday, July the 5th. And also the, the aforementioned Quayshon Sapp. Uh, who's going to make his uh, decision on July the 3rd as well. Breakdown, let's quickly break down Georgia. What do they have? Three guys committed offensively, eight defensively, uh, one special team, 12 overall recruits right now, commitments-wise. That gives them the number one class in the country, eight in-state, four out-of-state. Uh, they have three five-star commits, Big Bear Alexander, Dayon Bowie, and Malachi Starks, uh, five top 50 commitments, Seven top 100 commitments, uh, eight top 150 commitments. All the names there, Stockton Bowie, Malachi Starks, Jalen Walker, Tyree West, Big Bear Alexander, uh, C.J. Washington, uh, Marquise Groves, Killebrew as well. All those guys right there, um, top 150 overall commits. And if you listen to those names that uh, Jalen Walker uh, rattled off, uh, three of those names, Georgia, was were able to, to seal the deal with three of those names. They would become the three highest rated commitments in the class. Ten of those guys are in the SEC footprint to or beyond the SEC footprint. Got a few things we want to show you today in our um, did you see this segment? I think that's a better way that I can share that name rather than um, that I can talk about these things rather than my buddy Brandon's famous uh, online chatter. Um, let me quickly roll through these a, bit, a little bit right here. 
Okay, the first one I want to show you, uh, it's a guy that a lot of guys don't, I still need to write this story sometime soon, but Kamari Lassiter, this is a tweet from his mother. Uh, today was his last day at uh, American Christian in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. The Lassiter family are Georgia natives and he's coming back. He's going to show up at Georgia uh, at the end of this month uh, after the Maymester. Uh, another great defensive back on his way to the University of Georgia. Um you see the pictures, you see the images there. I thought it was neat how his mom had a picture from his first day of high school and his last day of high school as well. And this time he was he was rocking the Georgia colors. Um, looking through the list, this one makes me really happy, guys. Jarvis Jones, decades since he played for Georgia, he gets his degree this week. He graduates from the University of Georgia. As if you guys uh, have not had enough portions of IMG ascenders to hope join the University of Georgia, let's look at this guy, Malik Bryant here. A terrific, a terrific outside backer in the 20, <clears throat> excuse me, the 2023 recruiting cycle. He puts up the Go Dogs tweet as well. I know George has been recruiting him heavily of late. Uh, Nick Williams, I know we wrote about this. Folks, I think this was a big loss for Georgia. Also a huge win for a Texas A&M as they continue to try and amp up their recruiting efforts, much like the Georgia Bulldogs have done so well on the recruiting trail of late. I think Nick Williams was one of, top five or six overall recruiters on the Georgia staff. And he wasn't, especially over the last couple of years, and he wasn't even really an on-field coach. Um, he Nick was just really great at building relationships and uh, being real with a lot of these families. And I, it will be very interesting. Um, I think he'll do very well at Texas A&M uh, recruiting for the Aggies. I think he's going to make things a lot harder for Steve Sarkeesian to get things rolling at Texas. Um, I want to pull you this tweet from uh, 24-7 Sports uh, content leader. I think he's a, he does a lot of things. So he's really, re really good at what he does, really savvy professional in this business. Uh, Bud Elliott, uh, he's also very finger on the pulse of a lot of stats and trend. Look at this one right here from Bud Elliott um, <clears throat> as it comes up. Uh, think schools are waiting to take commits until they see players in camp uh, in June. Yeah, but I, I do. That's what I've been hearing for the last couple of months where very slow trickle of commits will actually happen. And Bud uh, used his database magic to look through everything on the 24-7 sports database. And last year, which was a COVID year where everybody had to take commitments sight unseen, there were 130 commits in the first 10 days of May. This year, there's 27. So, so roughly, you're looking at almost easily 75% um, less commitments so far in May compared to a year ago. I thought that was clearly very interesting. You know, the natural question you guys want to know is, like, why is that happening? Well, the reason why that's happening is everybody's this close to getting to actually work these guys out in public and to see what they look like and try to get them some heights and weights and also see what they look like in a camp setting. Um, so there's some of the guys that they don't want to take any commitments right now until they're absolutely sure about what they're going to get, especially with only less than a month left to go. Um, crazy to think about uh, here on May the 12th, I believe, May the 13th, I believe that um, 17 days away from uh, recruit recruiting visits about to happen again. I want to take you to this this tweet right here. Uh, check out the video of this of Travis Shaw. And we're going to let this play. I'm going to grab a quick pause. We've been preaching all week. It's going to be a dogfight. Don't act like it's something new. Don't act like we didn't know it's going to be a dogfight. We gotta get it hard! We gotta fuck with that thing when he's coming, let's go get this thing right here! They won! They won! They won! My heartbeat! My team, my heartbeat! Stay with me now! I need y'all right! Ain't no way the student section should be louder than we are! Student section should be matching our energy! Come on! Can you imagine that? The uh, potential Jordan Davis. Uh, replenishment or reinforcements for the defensive line that Georgia brings to the table an attitude like that in the middle of a game, uh, quite a feat. Uh, like the way he plays, like the way he uh, leads his team as well. Um, Five-star caliber, to say the least, right there for Travis Shaw. Uh, speaking of video, you want to see a, a speedy, speed demon wide receiver. I think he's number four on our top targets list. He's consistently been in the top five. Take a look at Kojo Antwi in the Lambert High School weight room. So, you know, Kojo's a guy, great speed, uh, great ability to go down, run that night, run, run those nine routes. Great friends with Oscar Delp. Look at that energy. Look how his teammates and all of his friends and colleagues and teammates in that weight room get around him and get after him. 
Uh, you like to see that when a young man excels, especially one as highly rated as Kojo, that his brothers on that team feel for him and are happy for him. And and just see right there, Kojo Antwi, why he is uh, a, a guy, aside from all the nine routes, I think Kojo Antwi had one of the three best highlights last year I saw all last season. And then he works like that in the weight room and has the respect of his team. Uh, I want to show you Dalen Everett. This is the IMG Academy cornerback, five-star. Look at that top schools list right there. Got some Clemson, got some North Carolina, got some Georgia. I think Georgia's in the mix there. I really do. Um, uh, I think Dalen Everett's a guy that Georgia's really going to have to impress when he takes his official visit in June. Uh, speaking of IMG Academy, we've named about six or seven ascenders right here on the show. Look at this stat right here. I referenced it earlier in our program. Uh, in the last NFL draft, they had seven players off the same high school team. Now, IMG is a boarding school where they bring everybody in. Everybody knows the names. Isaac Nod, Marlon Dean, Lavoisier Carroll, Nolan Smith, Warren Brinson. It goes on and on and on. I uh, can count Trey McKitty now as well, but uh, they pick out the finest players in the nation, and there's a reason why they have seven guys drafted uh, in the NFL each and every season now. Guys, that has been a show. Uh, my content train is over. We're pulling up to the door. We're pulling up to the door. You guys got some questions? Anything you guys want to know? I can't wait to see. Hop on my phone, and I can't wait to see what you guys were uh, noticing uh, when I asked that question about anybody. The top three picks on that top targets list. I can't wait to see uh, who you guys thought is your pick three. Um, let me see. Another uh, folks are sitting there. Uh, uh, Rhett Romack, thanks, man. Rhett, appreciate you, my man. Rhett's got strep throat, but he wouldn't miss a night of before the hedges, man. I certainly appreciate you for that. Um, yeah, everybody's – we got transfer portal action going all through YouTube right now. We've got uh, uh, Stephen Carr. Remember that running back from years ago? Roderick Fisher, Austin Osborne. Man, this is going to be – before the hedges uh, tra transfer portal nation before we know it. Um, Rhett Womack says, uh, could, you, could I see Kojo Antwi Stewart and maybe a green junior from South Carolina and, and be all those wide receivers bringing this class, stick with a G of Monk and Leaves after the best offensive season in Georgia history? Well, Rhett, I think a lot of people would like to find out because after the best offensive season in school history, uh, and then you're going to roll out with, you know, JT would be a first-round pick. Uh, there'd be a lot of first round picks on the uh, on the Georgia on the Georgia staff with that type of on the Georgia roster with that type of uh, best season overall in uh, UGA history. Um, I think Munkin's move is going to be dependent a lot on what openings are going to be available. Um, also, uh, you've got. Um, I think I think the wide receiver board is going to be very interesting. I think I, I'm going to say this: I, if Georgia's a wide receiver board has misses for both Antwi and Stewart. Uh, I think this class is going to fall short of what it could be in uh, 2022. Uh, Lots of names. It's kind of funny. When I see all these guys in the transfer portal, these were these top 100 players from, you know, what is that, ghosts of Christmas past? Well, these are the ghosts of recruiting cycles past where they're guys that you haven't heard from that kind of got lost at where they chose and where they signed with. And if you hadn't heard their names, Tyree, 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 Johnson is a good name um, out of uh, the Jacksonville Trinity Christian program who signed with Ohio State. Um, he There was a chance he was he was really looking hard at Georgia in the 2018 recruiting class as well. Um, a lot of these names right there. We see a lot of these names. Joe Tony wants Evan Stewart, uh, Walter Nolan, and Kojo Antwi. Uh, Rhett Womack, uh, another name game for you, uh, name drop for you. He likes Evan Stewart. Uh, he, Branson Robinson and uh, Travis Shaw or Kamari Wilson. Uh, Michael Tiffany wants Kojo, Evan Stewart, and Branson. Uh, surprised nobody got a got a Mikael Williams uh, Mikael Williams reference. Uh, HR picking stuff. He sounds like a man that after Brandon Adams' own heart. He says he wants all of the above. Uh, Travis McCullough, how are you doing tonight, man? Uh, Tennille Calvino. Um, Reggie Walker, Dana Turk, hope everybody's having themselves a very good night tonight. Uh, you see, let me take one more lap through uh, one more lap through Facebook. Make sure everybody gets a chance to. Uh, <laughs> we got people talking about um, 
Guy Fieri and Bobby Flay out to UGA to cook up the steaks for all those guys on the official visit. Um, Eric Patton says Georgia needs uh, Dalen Everett from IMG Academy. Travis McCullough is very much hoping Big Bear will stay in the class. Um, uh, I saw a question from Earl. Earl Malik Bryant is in the class of 2023 at IMG Academy. I uh, want to thank everybody for uh, joining us today and tonight. Did you guys hear that story? Wasn't that a great story about Oscar Delp helping push somebody's van to a gas station today, man? That, that's a salt of the earth kid as well, man. That's a genuinely good dude. Uh, not just because uh, reporter types and media types uh, make sure everybody knows his name. I think Oscar Delp, the way he's been raised by his family, would, would be that way if he was simply just a, a very good all-state type lacrosse player at West Forsyth High School. That's just, I think, the way he's wired, way it's what he's all about. Um, Guys, it's been another before the hedges. Uh, we did some last-minute scrambling. We had to in, we had to put a, a five-star guest on hold, Then we had to bring in a an amazing interview tonight with Oscar Delp. Hope you guys got to see it. Uh, let me run through a few things right now. Tomorrow morning, uh, Brandon Adams has Dog Nation Daily at 10 a.m. Uh, you'll have uh, Thursday. We will not have – we had Cover 4 last week, so we'll probably have a written edition of Cover 4 this week. I want everybody to – I want everybody on this feed right now to say what you're thinking about the uh, the Dog Nation Day next Friday uh, at Truist Park. The Atlanta Braves are playing the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, you come join us. We're going to have a Dog Nation event. We're going to have a happy hour broadcast show from upper level of the Terrapin Tap Room. Uh, you get a lower level diamond ticket. We get to hang out in the Dog Nation section. We're going to be there. Connor Riley's going to be there. Brandon Adams is going to be there. I'm going to be there. Um, there are going to be prizes, gifts, um, gift cards, giveaways, all kinds of Dog Nation apparel. I think we've got a bunch of boxes in the office where we're going to unload some of those uh, those really nice uh, Dog Nation gear, those Dog Nation polos, some of the really good stuff that you guys have been asking us about. We've been kind of saving those up because we didn't we didn't really go anywhere last year because everybody knows the reason why. But love to have you guys come out and join us. Uh, I think the total price is seventy seven dollars. I think we've already had. Uh, few dozen folks already shown up uh, that have already signed up and gotten their tickets. Uh, would certainly love to add to that number. Thank you to everybody that's already got your tickets uh, as well. Think about that. See if you can convince the, the significant other. See if you can convince the family to come out and you can talk some Georgia football. You can have some barbecue. You can raise a glass and then you can go watch Braves baseball. And you can hear Brandon Adams talk about as much as he does about Georgia football. Uh, with the same sort of fervor and passion that he does about Atlanta Braves baseball. I was actually at the game last night. Man, that one inning took forever. Um, but anyway, guys, another edition of Before the Hedges. It's in the book. I want to thank everybody for stopping by tonight. Hope you and your family have yourself a great week and a great weekend. Remember, Dog Nation programming tomorrow. I'll have a story about a five-star running back uh, and how he feels about the Georgia Bulldogs hitting the uh, dognation.com webpage very soon. For everybody out there, for everybody from dognation.com, I want to say good evening, everybody, and we'll see you guys later on dognation.com. I'm Jeff Sintel. We'll see you later. Peace and blessings to everybody out there. Let's go. I'm a bulldog. So Georgia, who won't pick it? I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business. Education is important. Trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life. I never settle.